We've been told this story that if you check all the boxes, if you do all these great things, then you will be happy. But why do so many of us still feel unfulfilled? Welcome to Wealth and Liberty, where we give you the education, tools, and solutions to go from feeling unrewarded to becoming autonomous with three simple concepts to guide us. Identity, self-development, and financial control. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode seven of Wealth and Liberty. And I am Scott Tucker. And first, before we get started on today's show, really excited to talk about LinkedIn today. But I want to remind you that today's show, as well as the podcast, is brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. And so visit usvetwealth.com, where we're going to be holding free action classes inspired by the coronavirus. No matter when you're listening to this, I'm sure we are not going to forget this time, right? So why not get together for a networking event, but more than just typical meetups online where everybody, you know, hey, this is me, this is what I do for two or five minutes, or hey, I'm looking for a job or transition out of the military or something like that. Let's do some self-development and some reflecting and actually get something out of you know, meeting someone and building a network. So we'll get to know somebody and then actually talk about the lessons from some of the best authors out there and apply them. So we get a summary of their book, take the lessons from that book, and then apply it to your life, what you're going through right now. Try to solve, even if it's just one thing, and say, hi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try this out next time. So we're going to be holding these. And I think that'd be a really fun experience. So again, go to usvetwealth.com. There on the bottom of the website, we've got sign-ups for that as well. And while you're there, of course, go visit the blog. And we're going to be posting a lot more content there on all things military benefits, retirement, transition, finding life's purpose, identity, self-development, financial control. You know the deal. It's about finding autonomy, right? And one of those skill sets in the self-development part, as you're building your identity, is, I believe, and really this is a financial tool as well, because I like to tell people, it's like, listen, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, insurance, gold, Bitcoin, all that crap, nothing, none of that has the same power right now in this moment as LinkedIn. It's a personal branding Swiss army knife magic tool. And the weird thing is most people aren't bothering to learn how to use it. And since I'm usually speaking to military and veterans, it's like, dude, we don't go to war with yesterday's weapons, right? We use today's tools, today's technology. So usually I'm talking about that in the financial tools and vehicles space, but it's like, we're still writing resumes Like when somebody sends me a resume, I'm like, you're making me do the work, man. That's hard. It's confusing. And by the way, I don't care if you're a private or a a colonel or general for that matter. They all look the same. We're not sharing our unique values, our identity. We're labeling ourselves and we're then even worse following the guidance of the military transition LinkedIn gurus. I won't say his name, but most of you know who I'm talking about because you're all coming to me saying, this guy's so mean. 
And he's not really inspiring us to use this tool. And so when they see how I do it and what I teach with what I with my LinkedIn Liberty strategy, it's just part of the financial control piece in some regards. It's part of the identity piece. And, and then to get the skills to get there, that's part of the self-development piece. This is just a talent skill stack, right, that you're building. LinkedIn is the tool, but really what we're doing is a form of personal branding and social selling, you know, because we are now in the modern age. This is the way it's going to be. So either you get on board or you get left behind. Notice how we're using our phones for everything right now, right? So if we're just sitting back and watching and being a lurker, then you're part of the 99% who aren't leveraging LinkedIn. You're getting leveraged by people like me who know how to use it, because here's the deal. The average CEO, influencer level person, is connected to about 930 people on LinkedIn, right? And only about 1% of LinkedIn users are actually posting, engaging, adding valuable content without just saying, hey, look at me, I retired, you know, get a bunch of likes and saying I did good. It's not about the likes. It's not about the comments. That'll help you gauge. But it's about liking and commenting on other people's stuff. That helps you build your network and then sharing what you're learning and all sorts of things. We'll get into that somewhat in today's show. But what we want to do with LinkedIn and that skill set is network. Okay, LinkedIn is not a job hunting tool. It's a networking tool. And frankly, it's a networking event. It's a networking event where you can pick the topic you want and show up 24-7 for that thing. And so if you're finding those CEO level folks, you know, however you label their job description, but let's say more influential people that are good to know if you're looking for opportunities, if you're one of those 1% who's really truly using this, then you're one of 10 people showing up in that CEO's profile every day. Is that powerful? Right, it's the equivalent of going to the networking event and being the guy everybody knows. How uncomfortable is it to go to a networking event, kind of hand out business cards, sit in the back, you know, it's like going to a networking event, holding up a sign and saying, hey, everybody, look at me real quick, and then running out the door. What's the point? Okay, if you're going to be on the platform, use it, because guess what? It works better when we all use it properly, because we better align our intentions and, and truly network with the right type of people. Like, networking's great until you end up networking into the wrong groups and it's just, you waste a lot of time. So this is all a filtering process. It it makes your life 90% easier when you get them coming to you. You don't want to be just another stack, another one of a stack of 200 resumes, right? You, You see how inefficient that is. We're just, again, one of many. You want to get away from the label of the rank, label of the uniform, label of the MOS, they tell you to translate that stuff onto LinkedIn. What on earth? It's crazy. I mean, unless you're okay with a life of mediocrity or just following orders. Okay, you can always pass the, re- I mean, if the resume is required, if the recruiter only knows one way, you can communicate them with a different way, but also open 50 other doors. Don't stay siloed and basically just make it an HR person's job easier. And don't limit yourself to the 101 stuff. I know most of the training about LinkedIn, you know, for all the transition classes from a certain type of person or or perspective is basically treating you, you know, 
like a sergeant major yelling at a private. Ah, here's when you just do the basics because you don't know how to do it. You'll never figure this out. So let's just make it easy on basically, you know, the transition process, you know, fit it into the resume and the job fair trap. What a shame. I think it's wrong, morally wrong. Would such a powerful thing exist? We're assuming you're too dumb to use it? Nah, that's crazy. And that was me. That was me a little over a year ago, 18 months ago at least. I, I was on there. I was you know, messaging people and stuff, but I was too afraid to actually put myself out there, communicate, until I do what I always do. Found a course, read a book, consumed it all in a weekend, and was like, holy cow, I'm going to do this. And more specifically, I read Ed Lattimore's book, Army Veteran, Professional Boxer, his book called Engagement is the New Cocaine talks about how to use Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't get it. I don't want to deal with all that crap. I don't like trolls. I don't like fighting. But I started to see, hey, there's professionals on LinkedIn. Well, don't we want to know the professionals? I don't need to fight with trolls. I mean, Facebook? Come on. It's just a, such a waste of time. And it really bothers me that folks are on their, not paying attention. They're getting, they're, you, you are the hunted because that's what the advertisers are. You're just falling into Zuckerberg's trap. Okay, LinkedIn will become that eventually. So right now is the time to use it. So what I did a year ago, I read that book, took some courses, then just started implementing. And what I did, I thought I'd share with you, is look at my results. I have a program called shieldapp.ai. Costs like 10 bucks a month, but it tracks your numbers. Now, it's not about vanity and metrics and all that, but it helps you gauge your success rate. Don't you want to know how many resumes you put out, how many interviews you get from that, how many second interviews you get? Are you tracking those metrics? Are you track? I mean, this is what you this is what successful professionals do. Track metrics, right? We do that in the military. Do it for your own damn self this time. So happens to be LinkedIn tracks a lot of cool stuff. It's a professional network. It's valuable information. From April 21st, 2018 to April 21st, 2019, one year, I made 57 posts during that year, which is good. It's a lot more than most people do. One every few weeks. Well, yeah, it's about one a week. That's a great place to start if you haven't done any. I um, had about 14,897 views in my profile or views, of, sorry, views of my posts. So that means 14,000. 897 times somebody saw my face and name and saw the value I could offer. That's powerful, right? Because if you just send a resume out, they don't even have your face on it, let alone your actual thoughts and voice and value add. Uh, sure, I got 1,200 or so likes, 300 or so comments, that kind of stuff. But on average, when I, when I look at the averages here, I was doing 0.16 posts a day. We got about one a week and getting an average of about 261 views per post. I find that to be very valuable. But again, this was the year before I really started to implement the link. What I now designed is the LinkedIn Liberty strategy. And the very iteration of that was what you're going to listen to in the second part of the show, which back in early 2019, I wrote an article thanking one of my favorite podcasters. Jason Stapleton for what he does. It, I just, I've been listening to him for years and I thought more veterans need to hear what he had to say. He was going through a big change in his show and I was like, yeah, this is what we need to hear. So I wrote an article, I posted it on LinkedIn. He caught wind of it, 
couple months later, I was on his show in LA as a guest. And you can go listen to that show, Wealth, Power, and Influence is the podcast. That show was March 1st, 2019. I encourage you to listen to it because I share my kind of epiphanies about post-military life and the whole all the problems with the financial industry and that kind of stuff. And then you get to hear Jason's insight on that, which is really fascinating. But afterwards, you know, I, I was just kind of mentioned about LinkedIn. He goes, you know what? I don't use LinkedIn. And I was like, hey, I could put together a course or a training for you. And he's like, yeah, do that. And I'll, I'll share it with my crowd. My audience it is his clients group. This is, this guy's a multimillionaire, you know, run all sorts of knowledge of businesses and, and very successful podcaster and stuff. And so I'm like, that's it. That's how you bring value to people you want to get in front of. So now I've gotten to know Jason a little bit, but this is the first training I put together about LinkedIn. And then, and that was in April 2019, and then I just kept going at it, tried new strategies, tried new things, brought in more people, trained them, tested them, found out a bunch of people just won't do it, found other people who were trying to do it. And you know, within a few months, I got asked to speak at the Military Influencer Conference about LinkedIn. Had a standing room only, about you know over 100 people in the room, a small room too. They didn't give me the big stage or anything because they thought nobody was interested in LinkedIn. And we had a really good class. And I was like, okay, I'm going to develop more training around this and more strategy and stuff. So I actually have all that. I want to put it out. I'm looking forward to getting it out. I'm actually using Jason Stapleton's current how to build a knowledge business and I know how to do it, but he's doing a 30 day challenge right now. And so it's like, okay, cool. Here's my catalyst to finally get this together. Cause I want to get it into more veterans hands because these transition programs need to hire me to teach them how to use LinkedIn. Not the guy who's been doing it for a long time. It's just reality. Okay. I'm going to teach modern strategy, personal branding, and not just treat you like fodder. Okay. But Anyway, so you know that was the tangible results, not to mention all the new clients I've gotten, just tons of other opportunities. I'm not going to go into them all right now. I've already gone on a little bit longer than I wanted to. But if you look at the numbers, so remember, we're talking, had 14,000 views from 2018 to 2019. I made 57 posts total. And then from 2019 to 2020, April 21st, I made 512 posts. I had 433,000 views. 6,000 likes, 3,000 comments, yada, yada, yada. 231 shares. Shares are powerful. So on average, I got 847 views per post. I was posting about one and a half times a day. And that's it. Can you sit down for five minutes and make a post every day? That's all I did. And actually, this isn't all I did, because these numbers aren't even that good. When you meet other pe people who get it, and they are doing it more daily, if they track their numbers, way better than mine. This is enough for me. And in the meantime, I was revamping my business, training all sorts of people through our program, as I was testing, all for free, by the way, I did that, and learned how to build a website, built one, learned how to do content marketing, did it, learned how to do search engine optimization, did it wrote a book, started a podcast, on and on and on. So I was just doing it as much as I needed to do it to get the opportunities I wanted. That's all you have to do. This isn't like a job, but why not, right? So anyways, I hope you enjoy the training. And I'm going to start offering now. I've had so many people ask me about this. I can't just keep doing it for free. I'm getting really busy. But if you're serious, if you're serious, I don't care if you're already a professional 
and usually this works best for, for folks and you know that are trying to find clients you know whether it's realtors or, or financial advisors you know that's one way to do it but there's always a way to tailor it to get what you want but it takes the work so if you're serious about doing work because i don't want to waste your time and just say yeah here change your photo that's not a good photo change your job description like that's not the point no you got to come up with a headline a statement you got to come up with a story you got to know who it is you're meant to serve and what better place to do that right now we're linkedin we already have an audience instead of having to build a website try to build an email list build a bunch of marketing materials, make a bunch of videos. No, no, no. This is the testing grounds for all that. All right. So if you are interested in talking seriously about it, you can go to LinkedInLiberty.com. And so as I'm putting together the courses and stuff, you know, until that comes out, if you want to set up a consultation there, go ahead and go to there. There's a Calendly link. There's a PayPal link. So you can pay the fee before we schedule it. But other than that, I would love to chat with you about it. I love teaching people who are serious about it, but you got to put skin in the game because otherwise I know you won't do the work, right? So look forward to uh, chatting with you about it. I have a LinkedIn Liberty Laser session and enjoy this first training. And we'll, we'll be talking about LinkedIn on various episodes throughout. Maybe I'm, I'm sure people will have a lot of questions and I can kind of answer them individually live. I've got some other trainings we can post as well. We'll be putting this on the YouTube channel and stuff as we get that going. So enjoy today's show. All right. Hey there, everybody. Scott Tucker here. And thanks to Jason for asking me to share this bonus training about the five steps you can take to make quality connections on LinkedIn that lead to appointments. I know Jason talks about that stuff a lot, so we're really excited how we can use this to take advantage of some things that are happening right now. So we all know what we want, and really that's to be able to tap into this new revolution of social media and sales and marketing for a high probability of success and you know, to get some income and without wasting a whole lot of time and money. So that's the difficult stuff right now. And so in order to do that, we got to take advantage of this unique opportunity we have right now to use LinkedIn for free. It's not like Facebook where you have to spend a lot of money and it's not like, you know, getting into blogging and SEO where it's very difficult. This is using an opportunity to develop relationships like, like we should have been doing all along. So to real quick about me and, and kind of how I got to, you know, getting involved in this, I was an army officer and then I stumbled into financial, you know, advisory work and knowing that I had a 95% failure rate, just bumbled into it because I got lucky. I was overseas and could only service military bases there and, and people working on them. So that allowed me to connect with them pretty easy. Unfortunately, our market people are always coming and going. It was hard to develop relationships and they have low trust levels, especially from the financial services market. There's been a lot of people that have mucked it up and frankly, don't want to pay for anything. And so Jason likes to say, you know, you combine all that together with the way that, you know, financial services work. It's just frankly retarded. And so that's why I put this photo of me here. I would spend a lot, thousands of dollars to sponsor a booth to hopefully get people to sign up for a gift certificate giveaway. And it was just the worst way to meet people. 
But that's basically you do stuff like this, sell your soul uh, in the financial advisory world. And I hated it. It was always about building a book of business. And so I'd do that. I'd meet somebody, you know, I'd meet like 10 people. And within two to three months, I'd get, you know, maybe three of them to come in and have a, a consultation with me where I would talk to them about financial planning and why they needed to save for retirement. And so after hours of, of those meetings and follow-ups, I'd probably make one sale. So what we call it is 10-3-1, and that's the standard model. That's what they teach is get in front of 10 people, and you're talking to anybody you can just to get these 10 people to maybe get three. And then even if you get a client, they're always bugging you, questioning, and I realized that they weren't taking the time to truly learn you know, the value. They would always listen to friends and family, and they really didn't want to use their money. They didn't, they didn't want to learn or have any real goals around it. And I kind of realized, I don't know what I'm in this for. And everybody above me said I was doing a great job, but I realized this is a horrible process. It's not a deal client and no one's happy. I'm not happy. The client's not happy. And you know, serving those you're meant to serve is what makes LinkedIn so powerful because you can go find them. So really, I, I called bullshit on the whole system <laughs> and I decided to find another way. And, and I went and hired some guy who told me to be a podcaster. So I went to Adam Carolla's podcasting course. I flew across the country, paid somebody a lot of money to film a bunch of YouTube videos that I never used. I bought basically all Brendan Burchard's stuff. I spent $10,000 for one day with this guy. I got PR people to put me on TV, local TV. I someone taught me to write a book. I would go to all the military conferences. I did all the things that you're supposed to do to build a brand. That eventually you know, got me to winning awards. But at the same time, I wasn't doing one thing. And that was not connecting with people and filling up calendars and having conversations. So I show this to show that you know, this is the last couple of weeks of results here. I want to show you that it is working. It's working right now. I, I spent so much time back here trying to do the online marketing thing, and that's valuable, but I found that dumbing it down into one simple system using all the advantages of LinkedIn has been the trick. So I've, I've taken all that and made it a great place to start, and that's why we want to talk about these simple five steps that anybody can use right now on this one platform for free and it's working. I don't know how long it'll keep working, but we have a current window of opportunity where for those that are getting ahead are taking tremendous advantage of it. So just wanna clarify that the people that are gonna benefit the most from this have already a good idea of who they're meant to serve and what their minimum viable product is, what their service is, just so they can test out that niche market with what they offer. If you don't know that yet, you can still get value from this, absolutely, but put it in the context of putting yourself in a situation where you can help somebody else out by bringing this value to their vision until you've figured out your own. So, like I said, there's no better time than right now to be getting in front of consultative type uh, clients. If you want to be an influence on people, whether you're selling a product or a service, you can leverage what LinkedIn is offering to maximize that opportunity right now. You could start within the next hour, you would see results. That's crazy. So we broke this down into five steps. We're not going to get deep into the building your LinkedIn profile today. There's plenty of resources 
out there. I can share some ideas, but you can Google a blog article on what you need to do for LinkedIn sales and marketing. But the idea is, yeah, get a good profile photo, make your background look professional and speak to an audience. And so, you know, that's why it's important to know who you're meant to serve. And, and we like to use the My Story Brand guidebook. It's free. I recommend you read the book by Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand. And we use this to make sure you're speaking to uh, what we call the hero. The hero of the story is not you. It's not your product and service. You're simply the guide. You want to be speaking to the hero. So if you build a profile like this that speaks to people, it'll stand out. And that works uh, much better when you're connected with new people on LinkedIn. And it'll help you come up with a really kind of nifty headline so that you don't just say consultant, coach. No, you want to tell people how you help them, how you help them transform into what they want to be. But the next step is getting in front of them. You want to find you know, who it is you're meant to serve. And so I always hit on that because you can play around with the filters and the keywords to really figure out. And then once you tie that in with your messaging and test, well, I uh, wanted to speak to junior military officers. That was a unique audience I had because I have a unique way of, of serving them. And so I would put together some filters. Usually if I'm building a database, meaning I don't have all the connections yet of this audience, I want to build a new amount of them, maybe a few hundred people, I'll hit second connections. If I want to send a message directly to people I'm already connected with, then I just change it to first connections. You can do it geographically. You can add the companies. You can even add universities, which is another great way to connect with someone. So once you develop a filter, you're going to get a list of people and narrow it down to a manageable amount of people because you're going to be kind of going through and, and taking a glance at everybody's profile so you can try to relate to them on an individual basis. And that's the key. This is the handshake. This is the coffee shop where you can sit down and know already before you walk up and say, hi, my name's Scott, a little bit about them. You, you've already known a little bit about their job, their career, where they're at, and you can you know, have an actual conversation really quickly by you know, doing a little bit of research and trying to narrow down the focus of, of who you're talking to. So once you've done that and you've got some ideas of who you want to be talking to, the easiest thing is put together some templates because yes, you, you still need to play a bit of a numbers game in that you want to reach out to a decent amount of people so you can test your results. So that's very important and we'll get to testing in a minute. But the best way to do that is to follow some templates to really personalize, but not, but also systematize how you're uh, connecting and building relationships and really getting the most out of your time through this system. So first, every time you connect with someone, you're going to send a personalized request, trying to connect with a little bit of something on their profile. Then, you know, build on that once they've connected with you and, you know, try to start a conversation and then see if there's anything where you can add value to their relationship or vice versa, of course. And so typically we'd start with something like this. Just say, hey, I noticed, you know, try to always compliment somebody or mention something you have in common and just say, we'd love to connect. There's lots of different ways to, you don't have to get, get too crazy with the connection because simply most people don't do this and you'll stand out just because you say something. So that's helpful. So I reached out to a number of people and I basically said the same thing. I was reaching out to military people. That was the filter I did stationed over in Europe. And I simply sent this same connection because I can relate to them because I happen to have lived there for a while. Then you're just going to build on that a little bit more. 
you know, once they've responded or if they actually haven't responded, you can kind of just send another message and tell them a little bit more information about why, why you should, you know, connect. Because a lot of people will connect with you, but not send a message back for whatever reason, even if you ask them a question. So I did just that. I kind of sent them another little bit more in-depth message saying what we're doing. And he eventually responded because I basically said at the end of that, hey, would you like to get in a conversation? And right away, then with a little more context, he got back to me. But simply, you know, getting to a point as early as possible within the conversation, but, you know, being respectable if you have something to chat with them about, but trying to, you know, add value to their situation and, and just ask permission to whatever it is that you're calling them to. We like to use mini webinars or Zoom calls, you know, consultations work fine. Maybe, you know, saying, hey, would you like to take a look at my ebook? But rather than, you know, sending them the link to something in the very first message, we're going to eventually ask permission. So in this place, I followed up with Gary after he responded to my initial connection request. I got right into it. I, after I related to him a little bit, I said, hey, I noticed that you're in the military transition period and you know, that's where we help people. Would you like to learn more? And I didn't send him a link. I just said, hey, would you like to, to learn? And I could have also just said, hey, would you like to get on a phone call and talk about you know, how things are going, if there's anything we can do to help? This also works pretty well. It just depends how in-depth your funnel is. But essentially, we found that you know, when we do it that way, if they're interested, they say so. And then our, my next step is to add my business director and have her help schedule a call. It could just as easily be a link to something. But we're essentially saving a lot of time and resources. You know, and if somebody, if you schedule a call and you know, somebody doesn't show up, that's why we like using Zoom or video conferencing, because if they don't show up, you just go back to work versus what I have to do in the past would, you know, have scheduled a whole hour and a half, two hours for a client to come in and nobody shows up, you get nothing to do. It's, it's kind of a waste of time. You can move things around. You can really keep things to 30 minutes. People like that time frame, maybe an hour when you're online, but you can better control the conversation. You can you know, do what I'm doing right now, show your screen to really make a bit of a presentation, but also be personable at the same time. So a lot of ways to make it more efficient of figuring out who you're talking to or who you want to be talking to and how you can add value to them and disqualify them earlier if, if it's not a good fit. And so, you know, there's so many options and variables that you can test on LinkedIn. You can be testing, you know, what you're offering them, what the education is, how you're finding an audience, how you're tying those two things together, what messaging you're using. And those are things that makes it quite fun actually to really figure out, oh, I thought I was serving these people and I realized this whole other audience exists for me. So you can really start playing around with this. But the bottom line is it's still a numbers game. But rather than spending on Facebook ads to get in front of thousands of people and you know, trying to figure out who's going to buy it, you can ask them directly and you can do it quite personally and in bigger numbers than you realize, just depending on how quick you get at you know, doing a search and following up with people. But if you remembered earlier on where I said, hey, in the financial world, it was you know, talk to 10 people, you get three in a room, make one sale. And that was the averages that you're always aiming for. If you pull this off in this industry, it's actually considered very successful and you will do well financially. And so we realized, okay, using this LinkedIn strategy, we can aim for this and we can try to do better. So we've been tracking our numbers and we think in tracking our numbers and tracking every conversation you're having with people, you can 
do a much better job at seeing how things are working. And so we're getting tons of feedback from this. And what we found is, you know, in the average month, we've worked 17 days, we've sent out almost 200 basically cold invitations, you know, people you've connected with, you know, maybe had a bit of a conversation, but you've just said, hey, would you like to come to this? I was able to do this 196 times. 93 of them responded in a way in which I have qualified them that, hey, this could be a potential client or partner in some sort. So we definitely are interested in talking with them. So already pretty big numbers for qualified leads. These will be in the financial industry. This is somebody you're very excited to have. And I would be happy to get, you know, maybe five, five to 10 a month in the past. So this is, gets very interesting for people in our, our industry. And then we don't schedule initial consultations where they come to our house or to our office or we have to go to their house. So that was always the worst. We uh, do video conferencing and we've had 53 of these people already show up. So and we still have people trickling in because not everybody checks LinkedIn every day. So and then from those video conversations that we've already had, because we don't do them one at a time, we'll have you know, anywhere from three to four people on one call. And from that, we've already established, you know, 29 sales conversations where, again, in the past, I would have been happy with one to two. <laughs> and so what's so cool is that our ratio, not only are the numbers much bigger in much less amount of time and without that fear and anxiety of picking up the phone call and having to have those conversations with somebody you don't know yet, you know, people are comfortable right now with getting to know each other on LinkedIn. We've increased the ratio almost doubled it. And so we're very excited about kind of how this is working out. And we just know that it can work for a lot of other people that are trying to get in front of people, add value to their lives and, you know, increase their own business and influence in the process. And you know, LinkedIn is offering that to people. We've had success with it. would love to follow up, answer any questions. And thank you so much, Jason, for allowing us to participate here. Thanks for listening to Wealth and Liberty and choosing to learn how to live an autonomous life. Please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with a friend who you know needs to hear this message. Remember to subscribe at wealthandliberty.us and connect with me, Scott R. Tucker, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.